0: Welcome back to Stop Acting Ugly. I'm your co-host, Becca. And I'm your co-host, Juliana. And today we will be talking about psychics. And it's going to get weird, so stay tuned. (laughs) Alright, so we're talking about psychics today, and I feel like, Jules, I feel like I have a little bit more experience in this topic Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. So let's just go right into it. How the heck did you even start this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The concept of psychics was never really a weird thing to me, because I grew up in a family that, or at least my mom's side of the family, that believed in things like this. And my grandpa had has um pretty intuitive gifts, so he was able to like predict family tragedies and stuff. At one point, he read my mom's palm and told her that uh, her lifeline broke about halfway through her life, and that she was gonna either um, like die and come back from the dead, or she was gonna have a near death experience because then wow. her lifeline continued shortly after. And that did happen. Like, yeah, it did. And, and there was a lot of other stuff that he predicted that started happening. And actually, he used to read cards, not tarot cards, but an actual deck of playing cards he could read. And he used to read them for the women in the neighborhood, like in the 70s. And when all of they thought it was just kind of fun and games. But when everything that he predicted started happening, then they were kind of starting to get freaked out a little bit. And my grandma forbid him from um, reading tarot cards because there was one thing that he read for a little boy and he must have like mixed up the energy or whatever. I don't know how that worked. But what happened was everything he predicted for the little boy started happening to my uncle, which was the same age as the little boy. And one of the things that he read was that um, little boy was going to get hit by a car when he was like seven or eight. And that he was didn't look good, but he would survive. And uh, sure enough, when my grandpa, or I mean, when my uncle was like seven or eight, he went to the store and he got hit um, on an intersection on his bicycle. And it was really so. So everything started happening. And my grandma, being very spiritual people, uh, she thought that was like their karma. Oh my gosh! For doing card reading and stuff like that. They were Catholic. And so my grandma thought that this was like a punishment from God because he was reading cards. And so she forbid him to ever read cards again. And to this day, he still hasn't. I've asked him to read my cards and he won't read my cards. It's interesting. You brought in uh, your grandma saying she thought it was karma and
1: whatever. She related it to religion and God. A big part of me And I know for a lot of people being skeptics about this whole idea of psychics and stuff is that it may go against some people's religious views or just spiritual views in general. Or they think it's evil. Yeah, or they think it's evil. But that kind of relates back to, you know, like their views, like spiritual, religious. And so that's kind of a problem I had with it in the beginning is my mom scared me into thinking that whole idea of like, you know, it goes against... God and everything, you know, in Christianity, all that kind of stuff.
0: I think that there's a a way to, you know, I've had good and bad experiences. I do understand the whole concept of just like, you know, we're not supposed to know. We're not supposed to know the future because the problem is when you know the future and you're anticipating the future, you're not being present anymore. And you can do something in the present to mess up that future outcome, when you're all like anxiously awaiting the future, yeah. you could do something in the present moment that actually messes up the appropriate future or, yeah. or whatever. So your end
1: destination in a sense, it, it just, if I think you start acting with those things subconsciously on your mind, you're looking out for things and it's kind of meddling with each action you take as you go throughout life, which is inevitably changing your fortune,
0: your, your future. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. And I mean, for me, it just started as a as a fun, almost like entertainment. And I had no reason to go to a psychic. I wasn't really curious about anything. But um, my mom had gone to a psychic and she was like, this woman was great. Like, you have to go to her. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Like, why not? And she, the things that she said to me, and this was a decade ago, okay, I went to her first when I was 19 was the first time I've ever been to a psychic. And I went to her and she said things to me that others have also said to me, especially when it comes to... like my future husband, they all describe him the exact same way, and he sounds freaking awesome. So if he wants <laughs> to show up at any time, that'd be awesome. I'm all, ooh, I would like to hear what this this future husband. No, he sounds great. Like he he sounds so awesome. They all tell me that he's like your best friend. Well, well for for one thing, I know I've told
1: you, I'm like being an intuitive myself, just just an intuitive person. I felt like I knew where psychics and intuitives were getting their pull from or getting their information from. You can pick up little notions or nuances about people and how they express themselves or just the energy they give off, even in conversation without seeing them. You can pull some ideas and figures, but uh, as far as specifics go, I know you've told me some very specific things where I'm just like, that goes over my head. I don't know how they draw that. As far as, like, personality traits go, I could totally, like, personally, I feel like I could read you and pick up on, like, what you're looking for, but you've also said very little in some cases, and that is very odd to me, too, and I don't understand that.
0: Okay, so let's start there. Do you even think that they're real? That's, I'm, (laughs) I feel like, I feel like we talk about this a lot, but I don't actually know how you feel about this. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. I don't actually know like where you stand. I think to a certain degree, somebody can have some sort of ability that, you know, we don't understand. And, you know, just like, just like, um, dogs can hear pitches of sound that we can't hear. Sometimes I think there are things that some of us just can't comprehend that, other people can. And, you know, just because we don't understand it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not real, but... I do definitely think that there are ways of, like, smoke and mirrors to Mm -hmm. lie to people. I know you don't remember this, but maybe if people are my age listening, like late night, there used to be this woman named Miss Cleo, and she was this Jamaican, she probably wasn't even really Jamaican, but she was this woman who had this big towel wrapped on her head, and she'd sit in front of a crystal ball on late night TV, and it was like an infomercial, and she'd be like, call me now for your future, (laughs) blah, and people would call her for their Future and stuff, and it was all a complete scam. And she actually got sued. I think I heard that she got sued really badly for completely scamming people out of their time and their money. I think that when people think of the word psychics, they think of Miss Cleo and they think of that type of scam. Hmm.
1: I think you're 100% right. And you made a really great reference in there, too. You referenced like dogs and their hearing, and it's things like it, it, it dumped it down and made it easier for your average person to understand because. That's what I think a lot of people don't grasp is there's a lot of like non-believers out there and the idea that if you can't see it, I don't believe it, you know, that sort of thing. And that's kind of the hardest part. Just having blind faith in something is very difficult and not being able to understand abilities someone may have. To be honest, that's the the only real reason I hold on to the fact that it could potentially be true. Is just as you said, like nobody knows what's going on with me internally with my narcolepsy and things like that. It's like nobody could even guess at like what she's feeling, what's going on, how she, how she, te- like, and that's, it's given me, I feel like personally, some great abilities that other people don't have. I can like um, expand on that later, some other time, but it, that's, that's a personal case in in my opinion where it's just prime example I'm like yeah I mean maybe somebody has something going on inside of them that I just I don't understand that I can't see that's the one thing that I hold on to I do think
0: that to a certain extent we are all a little psychic like I I do think we are and I think that we're all very intuitive I think we're supposed to be intuitive as humans that's like A survival mechanism like Mm -hmm. that gut feeling you're like this is safe this isn't safe I should do this I shouldn't do this and to a certain extent I feel like that can really be honed in on and fine-tuned and made louder and it can be louder through things like meditation so when you meditate you quiet everything and when you quiet everything you you give way for that um like that inner voice to get louder and you can hear the message of like your anxieties and your worries and your fears and your doubts and stuff like that and so I do think that I've given consideration because I've seen a lot of psychics and part of me goes like honestly a lot of the times I go to them because I'm fascinated Mm -hmm. And I literally just want to see what they're all about. Like, I want, I'm like, what do you have for me? Like, give it to me. I do think that they're very intuitive. I do think they're very empathetic to people's emotions. They can feel people's emotions. And, but I think they have a really, really good understanding of human emotion. And so they can like quite literally put themselves in your shoes. Or if you tell them a story of somebody else, they can put themselves in that person's shoes and feel their emotions and then give you advice based on what that person might be feeling. And so I know personally, I've gotten really great advice over the years from psychics, some things that I reference on the daily from psychics. And then, you know, I've had some bad experiences as well. So you said something that rang really true to me, and that's the whole being empathetic
1: and, it's just like they take it from experience and you know I am such a big advocate for listening to your gut and your intuition and that's partly also the reason that I can see where they do draw their information and why I am a skeptic is because I'm like, well, a lot of people who are intuitive, if you just practice it enough, you can almost learn to be con man, in a sense, and use that to your advantage and and pull like that. But I I shouldn't even say like a con man because I do think majority majority not all it's for good or yes of psychics or intuitives it's for good reason it's for good purpose and it's to help you dive into your own intuition and your own personal feelings and your gut and all that
0: and sometimes it's not necessarily about making money you know i remember the whole miss cleo thing there when you would call in they would charge you by the minute and so they would try to keep you on the phone as long as possible because they were charging you by the minute. So they would say things that would hook you to keep you on the phone mm. to get your money. With the the people that I've seen, um, they charge like a flat rate. But there are people who so honestly are just like you already know, like you already know what you want. You know what you need. You know your boundaries. You know what you're looking for. You don't need us. Like you don't need to come talk to us. And, you know, so they're not in it about money. They're in it for, for empowerment. There's a certain level of ethics that I think that go along with that job. You have to be careful what you say to people because these are people's lives. So I know a lot of people don't want to talk to a psychic because they're like, I don't want her to tell me something bad. I don't want him to tell me this, you know, I don't want to tell me what I'm going to die. That's not how it works. They shouldn't tell you stuff like that because it kind of goes against the ethics of what's appropriate in a reading. And from what i've talked to tons of psychics about that most of the times people call with specific questions and so they don't just immediately go into some of them won't just go into reading they just say what do you want to know is it about your love life is it about your career and and the top 2 Um, they've told me that the top two questions they get is about their, is probably love life is number one and career is number two.
1: Interesting. And it's kind of funny. You did mention, you're like, you know, their motive and the ethics are in a good place, but what happens if they're not? That's the scary thing is like, what happens if this person just doesn't really care about the life they have in their hands or the manipulation involved? You know, it's like, they could tell you anything. They're like, ah, it's not my life. It, the thing is like, That gets in people's heads, and and I think we mentioned earlier, people start acting, and and they make moves in their lives according to what someone has told them, and they're all scared, and that's, like, inevitably messing up or screwing up their their future, their destined
0: future. Um, Right, and this is why I've gone to a range of people, is because you will find, if you have a reading with someone, and you're like, we just didn't vibe, like, I just didn't care for that person... I didn't think their reading was good. I didn't think it was spot on. I didn't think anything. You know, you're probably not going to go to that person again. So it's feeling out who is good for you. And so there was a period of time where I went to one woman. uh, I'll just give you her name because it's not like anybody knows who she is. (laughs) Um, Her name is Kate. And I went to Kate. And I found her, I think, on Yelp, and she had amazing reviews on Yelp. And this was when I was maybe in my early 20s. I think I was like 24. And I just went on Yelp and I found her. And she gave me such good advice that I went to her maybe once or twice a year. I would go to her apartment and we'd sit down and once or twice a year. And I I can honestly say... I had some really interesting experiences in her apartment because Kate would attest to seeing um, like ghosts or stuff like that. And she would always tell me when they were in the room because I couldn't see them like I didn't have the ability to that she did. But the interesting thing is that whenever she would like look over my shoulder, like somebody was standing behind me, her cat would be sitting next to her and her cat would look over my shoulder at the exact same place that she was. Ew. So the cat, yeah. So Ew, anywhere, anywhere she would be like, something's over there. Like the cat would be paying really weird attention to something in the corner over there. And so it was just interesting. And then one time we were sitting, she had like an L shaped sofa and we were, I was sitting on one end, she was sitting on the other end, and the coffee table was in the middle. And it almost sounded like out of thin air, like something was, someone was popping bubble wrap oh, above God. the coffee table. And she looked at me and she said, can you hear that? And I was like, yeah, what is that? And she's like, wow, I'm surprised you can hear that. Those are your spirit guides.
1: Good." And what? I was like, "What?" So apparently, someone's up there in the attic just popping some bubble wrap. They're all all... <laughs> right, <right>, yeah. Right. <laughs> and the cat, she just trains the cat to look in the corner. Right. I'm like, "This is the stuff. This is the stuff that goes through my head. You just have to do this. You just have to sift through every possible case scenario. She's you like, know, fake, fake." fake.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, and so and so sh- that was basically how she got her information was she claimed, like, again, I don't actually know for sure, but she claimed that she would talk to your spirit guides and your spirit guides would tell her everything that they needed to know about everything that she needed to know about you. And so a lot of times when you're in a reading and she didn't use cards or anything, but a lot of readers will use tarot cards and they claim that the, the guidance of the cards or the energy of the cards is spirit or your spirit guides or you know whatever and it's the higher power something like that. So it's all it's not evil. Like it's based with good intentions. All of them will say something like, you know, spirit spirit says this or spirit says that and they mention spirit a lot. Hmm. Um so so that's interesting to me too. But Thanks. It's interesting you say spirit too. Something I now I did not fact
1: check this, so don't like, you know, don't just believe a hundred percent. Go look yourself. But somebody told me once that something like all religions have in common is angels. That's like the one thing they all have in common. Like I said, I did not look that up. I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but when I thought about it, I was kind of like sifting through someone I was like, wait, yeah, they do, they do, they do. And I bought this book on your spirit guides and I was just kind of looking for, you know, more information into that. I just kind of, I wanted to know more about it. And I just find that interesting. Even this, even that, it's like diving into your spirit, your spirit guides. So in a sense, that book talks about, all of your angels and how they're your spirit guides. And it, and it breaks them down. Like you have five sets of angels for uh, like this angels for this, this one's for this, like they're categories, they have specific jobs for you and specific things they're looking out for and attending to. But I just find it interesting how it's just all those things have these wrapped up in common. So then when they all have it wrapped up in common, what's that to say about the validation of all these things?
0: I didn't, know that that all really yeah there's got to be one religion i know that that's what i'm that's what i'm like don't fact check me but i heard that and was like what? Well, that's basically, it's basically synonymous. Like spirit, spirit guides and angels are basically synonymous. So that's a another, good way to put it. Another psychic that I go to, Natasha, she will a lot of times say, let me consult the love angels. And that sounds fake mm-hmm. as hell. But but seriously, like, and, and so apparently, you know, you have, and I've heard this before, that you have different guides or different angels for different aspects of your life. Good. But you have to feel out, like... You know, it's it's funny because when somebody's reading me, I'm also reading them.
1: Yeah, I do this. I mean, I've done the same. Uh, So, I mean, going back into that.
0: Yeah. There have been times where I've had readings, like, um, with people, and I was like, something's up with you. Like, (laughs) I don't know how to put my finger on it, but I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Like, I'm not buying it. And so... There was, um, like, there was one reader. I had one reading with him. It was a man, and I think it was the only man I've ever had a reading with, but he was too much. He was over the top. He was this, like, self-proclaimed witch, <laughs> and in his picture, he was literally wearing, like, a Scottish kilt and, like, this brooch and this. It looked like a Halloween costume. That says and, it all
1: to me right there. Yeah. And she
0: went, Becca went and saw this dude. No, I called him. She called this dude. I said, I said, why the hell not? Like, let me. what's this dude about? That's what I'm saying. When it's yeah. so cheap, you're like, what are you about? You and then know? it just has your attention. It's
1: intriguing. You're like, I just kind of want to know what's going to go down with this.
0: The vibe that I got from him was like, at one point in his life, somebody hurt him. Maybe as a child, like, maybe he got bullied a lot. Maybe he got into these things because that gave him a sense of power or a sense of purpose, you know, I definitely got that vibe from him though. I got a vibe like he was bullied when he was younger and that this is him trying to be like a, trying to protect himself. I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but because I immediately got that vibe, I didn't trust his reading and I thought his reading was weird. I didn't trust it. And it's funny because, um, some really great advice that I got from another woman was in the first five or six seconds when you meet someone that initial gut response feeling that you get from them trust that because most of the time it's true
1: yeah um so I told tell you I'm gonna go back I'm probably gonna say this a lot I just feel like I'm so intuitive and that's the biggest thing you're you're
0: you're intuitive
1: (laughs) I heard that when I said it intuitive I'm so intuitive (laughs) Part of what I've always found is my first initial gut, like, five-second read on people is always true. And if it changes during the middle, I usually end up coming back to it. Like, if I've been friends with someone for, like, a year, I'll come back to that gut feeling. And that ha- it's, like, inevitable. It's happened to me every single time.
0: I know that at one point we had a woman come into our work who said that she was... How did that even get... I know you went to go <laughs> see her. How did that mm-hmm. even get started? Yeah. So, how, did, how did you know that she was a psychic like how did you guys talk about that she flat out told me <laughs> she see i don't trust that she's looking for business that's what i um
1: you know and this is part of like it was a test it for me i was like here's an opportunity here's my chance to try it out to f- to feel it out see what i think i've been told all my life by my mom you know that it's just some some scam thing and then but i was curious because of all of your experiences i was like let's just roll with it let's give it a try it's i had already been serving her for a while. She's like y- you know you have this you have this energy about you. You look, and I was like, "Huh?" I she stopped me and I was like, "What?" It was something along the lines of uh, you're a very intuitive person, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. Okay, what? Um, yeah. Oh, stop it. You fell for that? Ah,
0: they, d- that's happened to me, too, because we have a lot of, like, gypsies and stuff that come into our yeah. work, and they've, d- they've done that to me, too. And he gave me his card and everything. Yep. and yep. Yeah, so this was – and
1: see, it took me months before I called her, too. I was like, mmm. She was like, you have this blue aura, da-da-da-da-da, said all this stuff. And then a lot of things about me that were true that she would have had no idea. She pulled them out of her hat and I was like, in my head, I was like, what the actual, what the heck? Because she pulled things about me in like school and what I was doing currently and what my passion was. And like, I didn't really say much. So I was kind of like stunned, like, whoa, wait, what? What do you mean school? Um, she had said something along the lines of, like, she, I had, like, left school, and this, and I hadn't been in a while, and it was, like, maybe wasn't for me, or yeah, just Yeah, but like, I don't
0: know, I feel like that's just a vibe you she put She mentioned I
1: nursing, mean, she mentioned that you'd started something like nursing or something You did? That's what she said, and I did, yes, I was starting nursing school. Really? Yeah I didn't know that You're welcome Yeah. So she pulled that and I was like, wait, what? But I, that's where now I can look back and go, well, maybe she just looked at me and was like, this is a friendly person. She's social. She's helping. I I don't know. I don't know. But how could she pull something as random and specific as nursing? So I was just like, huh? I was thinking about it the rest of the day. And like I said, though, I was just kind of such a skeptic. And then I brought it over by you and you're like, you know, the expert when it comes I'm to like, society. do gear. it! No, you were like, don't do it. You were like, I don't hmm. remember. This is a long
0: time ago. I don't remember exactly how this went down. <laughs> I barely remember how this went down. I too. said don't do it? Yeah, you told me don't do oh, it. Oh, see, I didn't do Because I went and I freaking looked at her and I read her ass and I got a vibe <laughs> oh from her. God. You know what? I just, there's, like I said, there's people that are in it because it's their business. Yeah. And then there's people that I think actually legitimately have a gift. And so I think it's, it's not the fact that, I don't think it exists. It's the fact that I doubt whether or not certain people have it.
1: I would I would agree with you. Funny enough, funny enough, guys. Mm-hmm. Everything she said to me rang very true except one thing. Yep. And that was this. The podcast. The podcast. She was like, don't do it. She said, you don't get along with girls. And this is true. I was like, not that I don't get along with girls. It's just like my relationship with females just fizzle out. I know why.
0: And Becca knows why. No, I know why. I know exactly. Here's the thing though. I think you're right. This is why. Okay. So sorry, I'm going to interrupt real quick. And she mentioned this. This is why I was like, Mm, you're just
1: picking, I know where you're going. I'll let you talk. I think she
0: said that if I was saying, you know, you don't get along with girls is because when, okay. So when I first met you, you said that you were like, I don't really get along with girls. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, everybody (laughs) freaking says that all the girls are like, girls are drama. I like to hang out with the boys. Like, I'm like, I'm like, everybody says that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't think anything of it. And then as I got to know you, I realized like, okay, you actually, Don't have any (laughs) friends that are girls. You actually do communicate with boys a lot better. But not only that, but because of our age difference, because you're 22 and I'm 30, Mm -hmm. that's why this dynamic works. Because girls your own age are jealous of you and that's why and and she could just look at you and tell you that like she could it's so easy and she was yeah. probably freaking jealous of you you know so it's like yeah. girls your own age look at you and you know you're i'm gonna stroke your ego for a second i was gonna say no big <laughs> deal like you're beautiful you're smart you're funny you're Aww. you know uh you have all these I'm things too, like the opposite end of that one no but you have so many good qualities and for somebody your own age that's very threatening to them, the fact that I'm 30 and I'm really bad at competing with anybody in general. <laughs> You're like this really little thing. If I was going to compete with somebody, it would be somebody in my own age bracket and not a 22 year old girl. Yeah. So that's where like that then not the need to compete, but maybe like a supportive need comes yeah. in. You know, it's like when you get a modeling gig, I'm like, that's freaking dope. I'm not like, what the fuck, I want a modeling gig because <laughs> we all know how bad I am at that. <laughs> you know. And so yeah. I think that she easily read that just based off of your appearance alone she was able to be like I don't think girls like her
1: what was weird is she had also mentioned one person at the time too where she's like I think there's someone right now who doesn't really have your back I think she kind of assumed it was you and that's why she was like don't do the podcast yeah and I couldn't even I didn't have the chance to tell her like no I think it's I think it's someone else I think it's like this other chick actually I just like I told you when you told me let's start this podcast Everything in me was like, yeah, it feels right. Let's do this. Let's try it. If it doesn't work, oh well. We tried it. and We had fun. But everything in me was like, do it. And as soon as she said no, it like my whole parade got rained on. And I was like, well, what do I do now? What do I do with that? I you was. You call bummed. another psychic. Oh, <laughs> um, you definitely don't <laughs> do that. But that's what you did. No, I didn't. Not not for that reason. Afterwards, I was. I felt like my whole purpose for that was like. Juliana this was the whole reason is listen to your gut and this is the first time in your life playing I was playing tug of war myself and I told you you know I wasn't 100% I've never committed to anything this far in my life went full force on it and it was scary I was like I don't know if I can do this Becca's gonna be depending on me so much and I'd have another person depend on me let alone a girl who I normally don't get along with you know like it was a lot of pressure and I was like I don't know I don't know but every bit of me wanted to. And as soon as she said, nah, I don't think it's a good idea, that started playing with my head. And yeah. I know I told you, and you were, like, freaked out about it, too. You are yeah, like, wait, wait, I was wait, like, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> but see, this is where free will comes into play. And listening to your own gut and intuition. Because my own gut told me, like, I think everything she said was right except that one thing. And I don't think I should listen to it. I think I should try. I think I need to give this a try. And I am so glad I did. I'm so glad I didn't listen to what someone else told me and feed off of that. And so I came out of that thinking, Juliana, I think this whole purpose of doing this was to seriously just push you to listen to
0: yourself and really solidify your own intuition in your gut and trust it. You you were told one thing, but you were like, mm, I don't really like that, so I'm gonna do this mm-hmm. instead. And that is something that any psychic that I've spoken to has told me at any given time. We have the ability to rewrite anything they just read. Like we have the ability, if they say something and we don't necessarily agree, or if they're reading someone, for example, and they're like, oh, you know, I don't think he's going to change. And I had somebody tell me this, they're like, you know, honestly, at any given time, he could like dive deep within himself and say, I think I want to change and literally exercise his own free will and change the course of that reading. And so It's, it's really, it really is like energy. The way they've explained it to me is time and energy is fluid and it's always changing and it's always being manipulated. And we have the ability to change things if we don't like the direction that they're going in. Mm -hmm. And, and like I said, there was one time where I really wanted to make, she was basically talking to me like, like the guy that I was dating at the time, like we were broken up and I was, I was like, wait, you know, I don't. I don't want to break up and she said then don't then make it work and I was like oh okay like I didn't know that was an option because you're basically making it sound like it's and that's when she gave me the whole lecture about you know you can manipulate this any way you want this is I don't say manipulate in a bad way but you know it doesn't have to be the way that it is basically or the way that she's reading it that's another thing too is there are different kinds of readers. And so for a while, I was going to one woman that came highly recommended by a friend of mine. For a while, she was reading and everything was happening. And I was impressed. I was like, holy crap, like, this is some magic. Like, this is crazy. And then that person that she was reading about, um, he fell off the face of the earth. And he ghosted me. And what he was really doing what he was really doing was exercising his own free will and she basically told me i feel like there's somebody else and so i did some digging and sure enough there was somebody else and what this one woman was telling me was you know hey hang in there he's coming back around And I didn't like it. Don't like being second fiddle. I don't like being put on the back burner. And I don't like it when somebody doesn't recognize my value and then leaves me for somebody else and then realizes what they lost and then comes back because whoever they thought was better didn't pan out to be better. And I don't like that. That didn't sit well with me. And she kept saying like, oh, hang in there. He's coming back. You know, give him three weeks and three weeks would go by. And, and all of a sudden her reading was wrong. All of them were wrong. I mean, she told me he'll get over this chick in three weeks. It's been six months and they're still together. And so it's just one of those things where like you have to know when to cut that cord because I felt like what she's doing was really kind of toxic. And in a way, I'm blaming it on her, but it is my own responsibility Mm -hmm. to interpret this appropriately. Um, It is my responsibility, ultimately, for not, you know, listening to myself. But... Well, that's what I was telling you for... A
1: long time too is that's I mean a, a huge problem with this is I know Becca I think you just go in there to get solidification in your own intuition your own gut and what you feel but then when you start it you've you've said this to me before and I keep saying it now. You get too many cooks in the kitchen, you get all these different ideas stirring up, you're like, which one do I believe in, which one is true, or you just simply get hung up on this idea that someone told you and you want it to be true so bad or you just think because they told me it inevitably has to happen, it just drives you mad when, when things don't go that way or, you like you said, you kind of hold on to hopes and it's kind of toxic. And
0: it's destroying your present, Like, it's destroying your time right now because you are actually anxious about the future. But, you know, I was – now looking back on it, I'm a little upset at, one, at myself, and, two, at the fact that she wasn't like, girl – forget this, dude. (laughs) You know, and that's why I'm saying that it actually does help to get second opinions and to like call a different one, because some of them are more like intuitive therapists Mm -hmm. or intuitive counselors. And so one woman that I went to, she actually gave me really great advice on this particular topic. And it wasn't like a hang in there, he's coming back around kind of thing. It was, and I, I took notes on it. I recorded it. And then I wrote down word for word what she said. And this isn't... I, I really want you to read it. and. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll read yeah, it. Yeah, let's um, do it. Uh, it's, it's what she told me. And this was probably um, a little less than a year ago. It was a while ago that I went to her. This is old. I wish I would have put a date on it. But, um, so this person had ghosted me and I went to her because I didn't like what I was getting from this other woman. It felt weird. It didn't feel, It didn't sit well with me. And she said, and I quote, that's rude and it's not kind. It shouldn't sit well with you. It wouldn't sit well with anyone who has self-esteem. Even friends shouldn't ignore each other. Someone who's trying to whine and dine you and has interest in you certainly doesn't do that unless they don't respect the situation. If he's got time to scroll through Instagram and social media, he has time to send you a reply, and it's not respectful. You need to pull back. Let him show you that you're important, and if he doesn't show up, then you move on. If you allow someone to disrespect you, they will continue to do so. Set a boundary. It's okay to set a boundary. I want to say this to you because I want you to remember this down the road. Men are hunters. If a man wants to be with you, he will be with you. You don't spend a weekend with a woman and then act like she's invisible. That's overstepping boundaries for me, and it's disrespectful. Someone humble wouldn't ignore a woman's texts. There's an ego there. I can behave the way I want to behave, and you'll still be there. That's ego. Even though someone may speak humbly and say all the right things, don't focus on his words. Focus on his actions. A lot of men I've learned are looking for something that doesn't exist. And sometimes they need to come full circle to realize that. But in the meantime, you need to be that person who makes sure you're respected. No matter how hard that is, don't abandon yourself. You are number one. It's going to do one of two things. It's going to push him away because he doesn't want to be respectful. Or it's going to set a boundary and he will rise to the occasion of that boundary. A man may have so many material things to offer, but he has to offer goodness, too. I wish I had
1: that, like, three years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. there is There was, like, with a specific person, but you know what? I wasn't meant to. I was meant to learn from that scenario, and I'm just glad I have it now. But everything that you read there speaks so—it speaks volumes to me right now, and it's something, like, I always knew— I always knew this idea about life and how to let people treat you, but I'm finally putting that into practice. And it's just crazy that you got that from a psychic, you yeah. know? Like it's it's a like you said earlier, kind of like a personal therapist in a way. In some occasions, you can get good wisdom and good advice from you people can. like that.
0: You can, and she's the same one that told me to listen to that initial gut response that you get when you meet somebody, like that first hit of energy that you get from somebody. From another woman. I was, um, complaining about something or, or some, Shocker. some man. Surprise
1: there. Mm-hmm. um,
0: and this was, again, this was probably sometime last year and she, she was like, I was like, you know, I don't know if he blah, 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 blah. And she was like, what do you want? And I was like, what? And she was <laughs> like, you are so concerned with other people. Like, stop. What do you want? Like, you have a say in this too. You're allowed to walk away from situations when you're unhappy. And I was like, wow, I don't know why I never thought of that before. I was like, wow, that's right. Like I have the ability to either, I can assess a situation and know whether or not it's worthy of staying in it and working on it or just being like, you know what, I'm out. And this was one of those situations where I should have been like, I'm out. So it's like, that was, that was another thing. And I hear her sometimes, like when I'm thinking of somebody other people above my own interests when it's damaging to me and I hear myself and I stop myself and I say, what do I want? What do yeah. I actually want? And then another great piece of advice that I got um, was it is so easy to get married and have children, but it is so hard to get married and have children. And she said so many times we spend our singleness or our single, you know, our single life being sad that we don't have a partner and that, oh, we don't have any kids and we're not married and, and all this stuff. And we, we spend our, our singular time um, longing for partnership. And then when we actually get that partnership and we have that family, we realize that we don't ever get to be alone again. And we don't ever get that time to ourselves again. And so many people waste being single by not, you know, learning a new hobby, doing what they want to do, spending time with themselves, making themselves healthy, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally. They just think that somebody else is going to solidify that for them and it it doesn't work like that and that's something that I learned from her is you know while you're single really really love that like love being single because one day you won't be anymore and when you're not you're not I
1: know we talked about this in the last episode too and I, and for me I'm like that just comes normal how can I not it, it doesn't it doesn't because I've caught myself many times now especially if I'm hung up on someone where I just long to have this dream dynamic this relationship with them I forget to stop and think about all the times in my life where I've been so happy being single and independent and I love my independence and I know my future partner is going to have to love their independence just as much yeah simply because I do and we're it's kind of about mutual respect. You're gonna to have to respect that, but it's it's phenomenal to hear that kind of advice advice from someone, yeah. and then look where you found it you because
0: found it from a And that's what I'm saying is a lot of the times it's not all this whole like stereotypical crystal ball. Let me tell you the future kind of thing. A lot of the times they will sit there and they will counsel you on matters of the heart, and they will open your eyes to things. That exact same, I'm going to say this because it helped me loads, but I'm a very visual person. And so one of the things that Kate had told me during a very, very stressful period of my life was she said, I want you to practice doing this. Whenever the chaos around you in your outside world is just too much and it's starting to stress you out internally, she's like, I want you to imagine A really, really big boulder in the middle of the ocean, like a like a mountain in the middle of the ocean. And the waves on the outside of the mountain keep crashing against it and hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. But the boulder doesn't move and it doesn't break down. I mean, technically it does because of erosion. But we're not going to get that (laughs) into it. (laughs) We're not going to get that into it. But, But the boulder stays put. It stays strong. And she's like, when everything around you is chaos, just imagine yourself as that boulder and just like feel the strength of letting things hit you and letting things roll off of you. Let things, you know, every time something hits you... Every time some sort of external stressor comes at you, you don't have to let it get to the core of you. You can let it hit you and bounce off. It doesn't have to affect you. Keep your peace. Keep your inner peace. And I, whenever there's a moment where I'm losing my inner peace, I do that and I visualize me, I am the rock, you know. (laughs) I'm I'm the the rock and... The chaos is the waves and I'm cool. Like you can hit me, but you can't destroy my inner peace. And so that's something that she taught me. Like I've learned a lot of really good things, but I've had to weed out bad situations. And there are times, unfortunately, where, you know, like I said, I wasted way too much time talking to that one woman who was not empowered. I want, I don't want to say she wasn't empowering me because I wasn't empowering myself, but I was obviously very, very lost and very heartbroken over that situation. And it just, there was no sense of empowerment coming from her. There wasn't like a, Hey girl, forget this dude. Like, you know, there wasn't any sort of obvious, like you do not deserve to be put on the back burner. You have way too much to offer someone. And that was what I needed to hear. And unfortunately, you know, I didn't have that within myself at the time, Um, but by going to somebody else and, and talking to them about it, like they really, really empowered me and really gave me the strength and built me back up. It's, it literally is like almost going, it's like cheaper therapy.
1: (laughs) It's yeah. And that's interesting. I know you've said that multiple times, cheaper therapy. And with today's day and age, there's so many people talking about, therapy and and all that stuff so it's like huh I don't want to necessarily see it I'm so I battle with it so much because it's like I don't want to direct someone and say go see a psychic go see an intuitive
0: yeah I because
1: it's if you find a bad one you know you like we're talking about it just kind of it rubs you the wrong way it steers you in the wrong direction and I wouldn't recommend
0: starting it to it, be honest it like it's pretty addictive huh it has really really benefited me but before it benefit me it really, really hurt me. And I, I was not strong enough to realize, I think a lot of times people go to psychics out of weakness. They want answers. And I think you're right. And, and I was not strong enough to think for myself at the time. And that's something that I obviously had to learn. Um, but Well, this puts it, this puts this in a perfect place. You, you mentioned, um,
1: you said something about answers and we both talked earlier. We were like, sometimes I don't think it's, it's right to have the answers. It's not, it's not our purpose to, to have the answers for everything right now. And you had this story you were going to talk about. Oh
0: Oh, I love that story. You know, they say that like hindsight is 2020. When you look back at your, you know, when you look back at the past and you think about maybe a turmoil or a period of time that you were going through, when you look back, you can see the way that it unfolded. So you can see the answers to the problems that you were having at the time and you can answer, you can go back to that period of time, you can answer the own, your own problem, you can fix your own problem because you saw the outcome, you let time go by to see what happened and to let things unfold and to let things play out. But sometimes when you're living in the future, or not the future, when you're living in the present moment, you don't really know what the fuck the future has to hold. And so there's this story. I don't know if it's like um, like a Chinese fable or, or what it is, but um, it's this story about a man whose horse runs away. And his neighbor comes over and is like, wow, that sucks. Your horse ran away. And he said, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, who knows? And then the next day, his horse comes back, and it brings with it another horse. So now he has two horses, but one's wild. And the neighbor comes back over, and he's like, wow, that's amazing. Your horse ran away yesterday, and now you have two horses. That's great. And the guy was like, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, who knows? And then the next day, the man's son tries to ride the wild horse and gets bucked off of it and breaks his leg. And that damn neighbor, that damn nosy neighbor comes back <laughs> and is like, wow, your son broke his leg. That's really unfortunate. And this the guy's like, yeah, you know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. We don't know. And then the next day, the uh, the government or whoever comes to the man's house to, um, there was a war And he was going to, his son was going to be drafted and they saw that his leg was broken and they were like, oh, we can't draft you. Like your, your leg is broken. So, you know, you're cleared from going to war and the neighbor, friggin' neighbor comes back over and is like, wow, that's amazing. Your son doesn't have to go to war. So it's like, and the guy's like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, you know? So it's this constant, you know, at one point something seemed so unfortunate and then it turned out. be awesome. And then it was unfortunate again, but then it turned out to be awesome. So we don't actually know if something seems unfortunate in the moment. We don't know that it could actually turn out to be awesome. We're just kind of, we're not really supposed to know the future. And I went initially, I hadn't gone to a psychic in years. And I started going again last year. And I hadn't gone to a psychic in years. And what she told me, really messed me up because I was not prepared. Like I said, I had gone to Kate who, who was, you know, almost like a talk therapist in a way. And, and she was, she felt more like family to me. She always tells me that I have this energy of, of like a niece or something like that. Like she's my aunt or something. I've grown very close with her and she knows me very, like very close. And I tried somebody else new because it was recommended. And that person Gave me information that I should have known right off the bat. I was like, there's, this isn't real. You know, there's no way this is real. She told me I was going to be married by the end of the year. And at the time, it was July. July 2020. Or June 2020. And I was like, what? That's like six or seven months. Like, that doesn't... I First of all, knowing myself, I would never do that. Like, I would never get married to somebody that I only knew for like six yeah, or seven months. Yeah, when you
1: told me that, I was like, um, excuse me, what? And you're buying into this
0: Crap. I was like, okay, uh, I don't know, Becca. I don't know about this one. And then she told me I was going to go on a vacation and she told me that this specific time frame and, you know, when I was going to meet this specific person was during this week of this month and it was going to feel like this. And this is his profession and it was a very, very intricate profession. And on that week of that month, I met that person who had that profession and I thought, oh my God, she was right. Like, this is crazy. Is this, does this mean I'm going to get married? Like, and then I started, because what she was saying was coming true, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, what if, what if like I get to know him more and we really hit it off and I do end up marrying this person. So then I put it in my head, in my subconscious that like, I might marry this person. Like it was kind of like this mindset that I took and then that person ghosted me. Comes back around full circle. Here yeah. You are, baby. And I put so much stock into what she said that I was like, I don't understand. I was so confused. And not only that, but there were other things that she was saying to me that were manifesting in real time. There were other things that she was saying to me, things that didn't even make sense. Like, uh, you're gonna go to the river. You're I see you in a river. And I'm like, what? Like I can't first of all, the last time I was in a river, I almost drowned and I had like a really traumatic experience. So open bodies of water like that, I'm not super keen on going into open bodies of water. I'm a little afraid of them, to be honest. It wasn't until we were in Utah and we were hiking through the narrows when we have to hike through a river and I'm like waist deep and I remember thinking God, the current of this river is so strong. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm in a river. And that's what she told me. She's like, I see you walking through a river. And I was like, that's weird. Why You're would like, I, walk why the would I river? go? Why would I go a river?
1: I'm and not it, a river person.
0: Yeah, I like. She's like, "Do you like going to the river?" And I was like, "Not really. Like, no. I don't know why I'd be in a river. No." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm in a river. You know. And so it was just random things like that. Isn't that
1: funny how it just turns around like that? You know. But see, that's where I was on it with you. I was like, "Becca, I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is all. I'm all great. This is all coincidental. It's very hard to argue the fact." of whether or not something's coincidental or you know simply just unearthly like you're like how do you know that how did you pick up on that this is oddly so specific there's no there's no way but I don't know because see there's other things that I don't think added up right with her and there's things I think that did and I just
0: don't know. To be honest, it's just too much for my brain, and I just don't even want to try and figure it out. It just, As time goes on, you get to weigh the pros and cons, and you get to see what's actually manifesting versus what's falling flat and not working and whether or not it's worth it to keep going, to keep going to this person. You'll know. Like, you'll know if it's worth it. And for me, in the beginning, it was all accurate and it was all coming true to the point where I was like oh holy shit like this is a life hack like I this is a life I have hack. the answers to my life this is crazy like this stuff is actually coming true in real time and then the problem was free will he decided to exercise his free will and somebody else swooped into the picture and that person is still there and it's like hey you know whatever that's how that that obviously rewrote the prediction yeah that's I suppose. how life works um, but – and it's funny because when I went to Natasha, who has always, always been very, very, um, very accurate for the most part. She still is to this day. Everything was great. Same thing. She said the same thing. And then all of a sudden, one day when things started getting weird, I called Natasha, and Natasha was like, something's wrong. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she was <laughs> yes. like – she was like, yeah, I, I think there's somebody the else in the picture. And I didn't know that at the time. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I think somebody else is in the picture. Like he's, he's put his focus on someone else. And I was like, oh shit. And then come to find out that was true. And anything Natasha tells me after that, I mean, she's told me like that relationship to me and stuff that's really hard to hear and that it's. I actually stopped calling her because she was so straightforward and it hurt, but then I realized that she was well, telling she was the me only the truth. One. Yeah. She was the only one that was telling me the truth. And she said, it just really feels like in the beginning, he just wanted to see if he could sleep with you.
1: Now, this is tough too, because I called this same person, Natasha. It was kind of a test for us to, to talk about this exact episode and, when I called her, she said everything that I intuitively believe to happen and to believe true in my life um, about a few different things. And it was, it, now I'm all caught up with the idea that, like, I want what she said to happen too. But it's a matter of that person has free will, and yeah. I may do something that may change this destiny, that may change these cards, or however you want to put it. And that's also a scary thought, because it, what she's, then you just realize, you're like, okay, she told me this. It's not necessarily true. I, I would have to make this happen, and then what if I don't make this happen, and then her word's not true, it's not right? Whose fault is that? Is it hers? Is it mine? Where do I put the blame?
0: You know what's funny is I actually called her the other day for like 15 minutes, and She and I kept referring to something in the past, a past reading that she said, and she said, you keep referring to a past reading. She was like, energy changes. What I said then could have completely changed. She said, I only read what I see in that moment, which is why that reading that I had with her like almost a year ago, she saw everything as great in that moment. And then I thought things were weird. So I called her back because things were weird and she saw what was happening in that moment and that there was somebody else. And so, I mean, it really wasn't a big deal in hindsight. Like, I didn't even fucking know this person. I should have never gone to this person's house. I should have never spent time with him as much as I did. He was a complete stranger to me. And okay, I do think... we do what we do. I do think that I got more emotionally invested than I should have specifically because of what I was told. I think you did too. And that's what I kept trying to
1: say for a while is I... Becca, I think uh, you're being a little clouded here and you're focusing on what these people are telling you. And that's a tough thing to hear in itself, too. Like, hey, dude, this might not be right. You've told me things with an outside perspective where you're like, hey, dude, I don't know if this is right. And it's tough to hear. But bottom line, too, nobody knows you better than yourself. So to hear someone else give you an opinion about something that, you know— feel it out. Like, what do you, th- when that one psychic asked you, what do you want? What do you, like, what do you think? Just hone in on what these people are saying and what do you think is true versus what do you think is not true?
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, we get really anxious about certain situations. For me, it was really just a, an, an anxiety thing. When I would call and I would hear what I wanted to hear, it would ease my anxiety. But the problem is my anxiety. It's not and it, you yeah. know, it's like that needs to be managed and I need to figure out how to fix it. I, that was a lesson in itself. You know, I want to know the future and I, I don't have the ability to know that. And what I have to remind myself is that things are always working out for me things are always working out for me when you look back at the past and you connect the dots i think steve jobs said this i think it's a steve jobs quote <laughs> is like when you look back at your past and you you'll notice that like the dots connect Things happened for a reason. People left for a reason. Things, you know, you met oh, so-and-so yeah. for a reason. And you, like I said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Things are always working out for you. And so you don't necessarily need to rely on anyone to tell you what's going to happen. If you just have faith that things are always working out for you and unfolding the appropriate way that they should. That's it, such a proper mindset to have. And I think that's a great takeaway from this, that mindset. And it, if you feel like you need to call a psychic because you're, you're hurting over someone. For me, that was a big thing for me was I was hurting and I wanted somebody to put my mind at ease. I don't have somebody to really talk to no offense jules like (laughs) no but i mean like 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 in terms of like a um like a motherly figure right like i don't have like my mom died three years ago i don't have a mom to talk to and get advice from because i used to i used to sit down i used to talk to her all the time i had to seek comfort in different ways when i realized that it was probably within myself all along Like the comfort was something that I was capable of giving myself all along because when I went to an outside source for comfort and I didn't go to myself, I actually ended up getting more hurt. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's like if you're hurting because of a relationship or something like that. For me what I do is I just think about all the other times when I was hurting over a relationship and it seemed like the end of the world and then somebody else popped in and it was amazing. And then they sucked and then somebody else popped in and it was amazing. You know, it's like it's like a a reminder that like the pain that you're feeling is only temporary. Just let yourself feel it. Like feel it so wholeheartedly and then, you know over time you'll get over it you don't need to call a psychic and and have them tell you what's going to happen because it gives you hope and sometimes they're human and they're not right and and that hope hurts you
1: yeah it's all really good stuff I feel like uh is there anything else you really really wanted to say about psychics any other uh examples or experiences you had because I feel like that's a great place to kind of wrap things up. I am curious after we we release this what are your guys's thoughts on psychics? Do you believe in them? Has anyone else gone and seen a psychic? There
0: is something that I want to say actually mm-hmm. and I because I was looking at videos um like YouTube videos before we recorded this of you know cold readings and like ways that psychics can be fake and and the thing is is I don't know I don't know if they're real or not. Mm-hmm. I can only go off of the experience that I've had. I don't know if these people are, are are legit, you know. But I was watching a video with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he was saying that he doesn't necessarily believe in these things, but he's like, it is entertaining. So just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean I can't like it.
1: Yeah, it's it doesn't mean I can't fun. like
0: doing it. It's it's harmless fun. Harm oh, I the, said harmful. Yeah. It's harmful. Well, in some case in some <laughs> case if you're not emotionally strong enough in some case it is harmful fun, you know? And so yeah. yeah. It it can be harmful if you're not prepared to hear what you want to hear. And um but it, but Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, he made a good point. He was like, you know, I like watching magic shows, but I know magic isn't real. You know, I know that it's all an illusion to me. It's entertaining to say the least. And they actually, psychics actually have that disclaimer on any company or any waiver or whatever that you sign. They legally have to say that they are for entertainment purposes only in case they say something and, like, get sued or something like that. Mm -hmm. So to, to have their own backs, they have to say that they're for entertainment purposes only. I don't know anymore if I necessarily... I know. I'm very torn now. ...buy into it wholeheartedly. But... You know, just because I don't know if it's real or not doesn't mean I can't like it.
1: Yeah. 100%. One hundred percent. Tell us. Have you had any psychics experiences? Have you have you called anyone? Do you believe in it? Do you not believe in it? Do you uh, you know? Do you just think it's just plain entertaining and it's worth trying, or absolutely not whatsoever? It's a waste of time.
0: Who knows? Tell us your thoughts. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, pop in next week. We're talking about something that Juliana is extremely familiar with. Extremely um, passionate about the topic of dreams and she's going to decode some of my dreams and figure out what's going on in my subconscious (laughs) so uh stay tuned thanks for listening guys bye bye